Okay, we're recording. So we missed two weeks. One because we were at retreat in Denver, and one because Sean was on an airplane and Colleen and I couldn't get our mics to work. So now we're back. Welcome back, everyone. Um, I have people working right outside my door on a new deck. So if I have to mute, I will, but hopefully the noise won't be too loud. Awesome. Colleen, how was the big demo? It was good. I think demoing query builder is never as exciting as what everyone else is working on because <laughs> most people don't use it and don't care. But for the people who use it, they're very excited. That makes Wait, sense what did to you me. Demo? <laughs> so I just some of the front end UI updates I've made. Also, I've refactored all the has many through queries to use subselects or joins. So you can pick. You can't pick at runtime, but like as we as we spin up a big database and actually test it and index it and stuff, I'll be able to switch between them till I find out which one is better. And so I demoed that. Again, no one was really excited to see like 20 lines of SQL, but I was excited. <laughs> like, I'm excited for you. That sounds Karen, exciting. I know you would have been excited. Everyone else yeah. is like, okay, cool. Cool. I don't understand. That's great. <laughs> I'm pretty happy about my subselect refactor, especially, like I said, so now you have the option to do either one. So I did yeah, that. That's and then wild. I sh- Good for you. Yeah. And then I showed them where we're trying to go with kind of the nested filter thing that we've been talking about and the path forward there. And again, I went last, so they were probably tired. Why do they always make us go last? That that was like, we <laughs> were always ask, last. Can I go yeah. first while people are excited? Yeah, that's the worst time to go. <laughs> Everybody's like, I it was like this right is at on. one o'clock too, right? So I'm like, well, I want to, I didn't, you know, I want to present. I don't want to be forgotten about. So I think it's important to share, but it was like, right, like, like two minutes left in the meeting. So I was like, I'm now the person who makes us go over too. So yeah, I'm popular. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, you should ask to go first next time. Yeah, I should. I'll have to wait yeah, until I, mean, I get like something really cool. Yeah. Once again, this is making me so happy that you're here and doing that, mainly because I don't have to do that that meeting that you just did. That I did not like that meeting. <laughs> It's gotten a lot better because people have a lot more to demo. Like before it was more of a status update before, you know, the project Mm -hmm. was very mature. And so now it's actually cool because you can see what people are working on and how your stuff can fit into their stuff. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And we're so sectioned off that a lot of it, you know, a while ago, a lot of it wasn't important to us. And so it was just like waiting around. But now that you're, a little bit more integrated. I'm sure it is a little bit more engaging. Yeah, totally. Nice. How beyond just the meeting, how's it going over there at, at client? It's great. I finally feel like this week I have gotten into my flow state with these guys. Great. And it, I just have done it all week and it's been awesome. Like I'm just loving it. Like I'm back into the loving it part. So that's been really good. Was that just a function of time or did something change? I think it was a function of wrapping my head around all of the stuff we have going on on the front end Mm. because we've got, you know, 15 different files I have to amass into my brain and figure out when something breaks or the apply button's grayed out. I'm like, why is the apply button grayed out? That's a jerk. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I feel like it was a combination of the past couple of weeks. I've just been super, I mean, we've been traveling, right? So mm-hmm. um, I've just been busy with all the things. And so now that I finally have the context, the full, full stack context of it, it's been really good. And if it makes you feel better, like, I mean, I wrote the front end and I still often felt that way about the front end. Makes me feel a lot better. (laughs) Come into that code base and I would be like, all right, how is this all working again? (laughs) But then I swear, like, that is, that is the best that I could do in terms of solving that particular problem with a bunch of stimulus controllers and code rendered on the server. Like that, (laughs) that was the least spaghetti thing that I could come up with. It's, uh not a good fit for that. Like that tool is not the right tool for the job for sure. Although I did the same thing with the view front end. I think if Aaron was looking at the, Aaron's looking at the view front end and it melts his brain, I think, which again, it does melt my brain, but not because it's wrong, but because it's like super advanced front endy stuff. And it's just, I'm like, what is going on here? It's very abstract. <laughs> yes, it is. Although the, you Which, know, it's cool. The, uh, the, the, the code for updating the blueprint is now identical to the, for, for the view version. It's identical to the hotwire version. Oh, that's so like, nice. Yeah. Underlying everything. It's the same basically. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing that uh, I think one of the things we discovered at Retreat is that concept of faceted search instead of query building. And I think, like I've mentioned, I think that static, Sean's static mode is going to be perfect for faceted search. And I think we can do a ton of content around faceted search. And I didn't really even, like, know that those words were what we were describing for a long time. Yeah. So yeah, I've spent a lot of time designing a, an early faceted search. This was like 12 years. I don't know. feels like a million years ago, 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. something like that. And at the time that was a relatively new concept. And so we spent a lot of time thinking through that feature and there's, there's a lot of potential, you know, work that we could do there on the front end alone on the back mm-hmm. end. So like, that is a thing which like, I feel like we don't have as much to offer. So like flesh that out for me. Well, I th- so mostly on, I think on a faceted search, you're just looking through one model. So you're, mm-hmm. I mean, there's probably some, you know, relationships, but like, more like our, we're not going to be doing um, refinements like mm-hmm. on a Correct. view where you're going to be doing uh, faceted search. So, mm-hmm. so we have less to offer, I think. Uh, but on and and then the, I mean, I guess there's there's maybe something we could consider. Like right now, we allow our users to build up configuration like build up a filter basically declaratively on the back end. So you don't have Mm -hmm. to touch the front end and then you just drop this one line in and boom, there it is. This, uh, this doesn't fit that paradigm that we have now. Like the, because you would probably just want everything to be visible to begin with. So 
we could do that. We could do something like that where they could mm-hmm. still build it up from the back end and then boom, here's a static filter. But again, probably when you're doing a faceted search, you want to have way more control over the front end versus like when, you know, drop the query builder at the top of the page, mm-hmm. you know, which would be kind of the common place you'd put that a faceted search. Maybe, maybe you want it at the top of the page. Maybe you want it on the side. Maybe you want it in a big mm-hmm. mega drop down mm-hmm. thing. Maybe you want, you know, like there's a, there's a million ways to go about that. So, uh, and then the other thing is, I think in terms of backend, faceted searches, like there are solutions. Like I would say Algolia is the one that comes to mind like immediately mm-hmm. as like a solid like backend solution to doing really, really fast, faceted search, which would typically be, I think, the the main problem you would run into in implementing something like that other than on the front end would be on the back end would be needs to be fast because as you're clicking on something you're you need those executing. results to like yeah. pop up as fast as possible so how do you do that so it's yeah, a different problem a which point. we we do not solve so that's why i would say like in terms of us and the faceted search space we have more to offer on the front end potentially mm-hmm. yeah i would agree with that i hadn't thought about the um immediacy thing and the fact that Algolia basically does faceted search. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't mean there's not room for somebody else to do something like Algolia, but that's not really, I don't know if that's us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And the query building is so much harder, so we might as well lean on that since we've Mm -hmm. done that. Um, So exciting news for all of us is I'm helping I think we can say his name. I'm helping Keith do his query builder implementation um, this next week. So this is one of our internet friends who actually, this is our first customer ever. We have a picture of me, Sean and Keith from the DC retreat in 2019, where Keith paid us for an early version of refine. And then he took that and, took that like way back in 2019 and built kind of his own version and then built another version and then came to me this last week and was like, Hey, can you just, can you just do this for me? Like, can I pay you to do this for me? (laughs) Um, I was like, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'll be getting him set up with, um, the actual refined package cause he's a Laravel user and then also doing kind of the Colleen thing, which is like, integrating it into um app app land so i think this is going to be fantastic it's going to help like one i think it'll flush out a few sharp edges and two it's going to be like really exciting to have the pipeline all there like we're going to have to have it you know the package hosted and composer installable and everything and once that happens it's like okay we're we're like right there does he have a custom front end you're going to integrate with? Yeah. So I asked him if he needs the view front end and he said, no. Um, okay. So that's going to be one of the, f- his front end's better than ours anyway. I mean, it's not like ours is bad, but his is like real fancy. <laughs> it does yeah, a ton I think, of stuff. I think his is real native to his app. Um, and also really exactly like really hardwired to his app. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'll have to, that's one thing I'll need to figure out pretty quickly once I'm in there. Um, so I'm taking two days off of 
real work, taking two days of PTO, and hopefully I can get, you know, 75% of it knocked out. And then I'll spend, you know, nights and weekends finishing up the rest. But it's great, man. I mean, we've all known this is a problem for a long time, but to have Keith build two on his own and then come back and be like, can you just do this? It's like, yeah, I can. I can just do this. So I'll be excited to report back next week how how that went. Yeah, that's super exciting. And then hopefully that gets us like right to the finish line on being able to soft launch it to other people. Um, so that transitions nicely to Sean. Do you want to give us the view rundown? Yeah. Um, I have to reload in my brain where I'm at with that. I think I was, yeah, I was working on refinements and I was pretty close to getting that piece done. So that's where I'm at with, I'm close to refinements, which would leave me with doing inline errors and, oh yeah, I want to add, I'm thinking like, I'm just moving towards feature parity with what we did at client. So um, that would mean I need to add the ability to put like categories in the dropdown and prefixes and suffixes. So it reads a little bit better. And I don't know. I think that's what I'm, I'm uh, that's what I'm coming up on is that. And then, you know, I got to package it all up and, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, it's, it's there. So it's real close. That's great. And I think we could, I mean, I think we could go without the prefixes, suffixes, categories if we wanted. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then, yeah, I have been writing more tests. Like I had. Oh, nice. Some. I forget. So in between, like when I was really cranking on this and today I've had, I traveled for like a week and a half or more. It was almost two weeks of travel. <laughs> so, yeah. Where did you go after Denver? Did you go somewhere for uh, a job? Yeah. Then I oh, you saw Colleen. You all, y'all yeah, hung out together. We did. We yeah. Did. You see the room that she's in? So mm-hmm. we would do these podcasts and I've seen her in this room and I'm thinking, oh, that sucks. Like she's got this cool place, you know, in San Diego, but it must be so small that she has to like work in her bedroom. That sucks. But no, that's like an extra bedroom on top of her garage, which like is her own <laughs> office. And she has like a awesome. kitchen over to yeah, the I side for herself. I yeah. absolutely thought this was your master bedroom. Oh my god! And you have screen. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not apartment. embarrassing at all. We have a this whole is your apartment. hang space. This is our whole apartment. Here, we're getting the tour. Oh That's wow! The kitchen, which has mostly sure. Lego projects happening. Uh huh. Closet. Couple yeah. of guitars, a piano. Yeah, it's got a, a kitchenette and a bathroom and a door, but it's completely isolated from the rest of the house. Okay. And then, like, right wow. out there is this whole, like, really nice outdoor space that they've got, and which basically doubles the square footage of the house because it's San Diego, so you could just live out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's super nice. I met Colleen's whole family. They introduced me to uh, Pop Rock Oreos, which was awesome. What? We're that sounds disgusting. Pop Rock Oreos, It is disgusting. It's so just- fun the most American way. I love it. They're actually oh, American sounds... Oreos. They have like red, white, and blue uh, filling. Of course. And pop Of course rocks. they are. 
That yeah. sounds horrible. I brought a whole bunch home for Isaac and Beth, and they. Uh, oh, that were was huge so fans. funny! My husband gave him a whole sleeve. He was like, "Oh, you've never had these? Take a whole sleeve of them home to your family. <laughs> <laughs> you must take them home." And then Isaac a proceeded to eat sleeve. basically all of them before we noticed while we were watching a movie. That was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is this awesome. uh, is this a like a real collaboration of Pop Rocks and Oreos, or is this something Colleen y'all mm-hmm. invented? No, no, it's a oh, real no. thing. You can, the America Oreos that they had at 4th of July okay. have Pop Rocks in cream oh, part, mm-hmm. like, or something. I don't know how it happens. It's like magical <laughs> Sounds Pop Sounds horrible. Your, it's so much fun, Aaron. So it's so funny because my kids will eat one, then they'll come up to your ear, and they'll be like, listen oh, to me. Oh, yeah, that's my nightmare. It. Yeah. It's so fun. <laughs> Mouth sounds, that's my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, so yeah, I had a, had a fun business trip. I got to go meet Colleen and her family, which was so cool. And then I stayed at, they put, <laughs> we had to stay in a hotel. I guess maybe there's some require, government requirement that because it was a go- government was paying for this trip that we had to stay at some particular hotel that meets some requirements. Anyway, the, she put us up in some place called the Moxie, which was like, Mm-mm. man, I, I didn't. <laughs> Janky? I don't, it was bizarre. I, I pulled up to it at first and was like, is this my hotel? Like, I was really confused. I kept thinking this can't be it because I kept, I kept walking by it. Like, that's not it. Because, like, it's right next to, like, the Hustler. And then, which apparently they have retail stores, which I didn't know. So I'm like, all right, like, there's that there. And then next to it is the Moxie, which is just a bar. And I'm like, well, that's not it. And I keep walking. Like, where did it? Did I just accidentally type an address and it thought... You know, but no, it was, so you have to go in and it's a bar. Like it's, you go in and you check in at the bar <laughs> and then you go up to your room, which is in quotation marks, European style, AKA incredibly small. Oh my god! <laughs> like you have to sort of like kind of shuffle around, you know, to get into the bed and stuff. And then the, and the, you know, the clientele are just people staying at the hotel just to party. So just all night long, just drunk people just yelling and like some, you know, drunk guy coming, like deciding to play music really loud on his phone or whatever at five o'clock in the morning and try to get into the room next door to me, but it's too drunk to figure it out for like five minutes. Just (laughs) sounds brutal. Yeah. It sounds like an old saloon or something. I think. Like I was still kind of recovering from that. Like I didn't, I was so sleep deprived when the first weekend I got back, I didn't even realize. And then I slept for like 12 hours. Mm. It was, uh, yeah. Anyway, it was, it was also, it was funny, not ideal. I'll stay someplace else next time. (laughs) Yeah. I was about to say, there's a lot of nice hotels in San Diego and I'm sure they have government rates. So you should tell your admin like, no, not that non, please. No non brain name brand hotels again. Thanks. And then Colleen, you're going on another trip or already went on tomorrow. Trip. I'm flying to Mexico tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. I'm flying through That's Dallas. Exciting. In the hey, days great. We could have had lunch, but we can't. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm flying bad. through Dallas to Mexico tomorrow. And how long are you there for? A long time till Thursday. Not back Thursday. Oh, wow. So that Saturday to time. Thursday. Yeah. It's quite a long trip. Uh, so it's going to be epic. It's, well, it's real fancy. It's kind of funny. I think this conference, like I actually went into my storage locker and pulled out black pants from two years ago that I have never <laughs> worn. Like I haven't worn like real pants in two years, yep. but like there's all these fancy events and I don't know if it's like dressy fancy, but I was like, I should yeah. probably take them just in case. 
So that's been hilarious trying to be like, oh, how does one dress for a professional event? I don't even remember. It's been <laughs> who, so long. Who remembers? Who knows? So, uh, yeah, it'll be great. They have all these events planned. They have like a famous chef and there's going to be a party and a boat ride and a hot air balloon ride. Like, <laughs> it's going to be ridiculous. That's amazing. So who of our friends are going? Michelle's going, right? Michelle's going. Andrew might not be able to come because of his broken ankle. He's not sure. Oh, yeah. I know, which is a bummer. Corey was going to come, but he is not coming now, which is a bummer. Um, So I think of the people we know, like in our group, it's just me and Michelle. Well, that'll be fun. Oh, yeah. You guys like each other, so that'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be super awesome. Super excited. It's good nice. to at least know one person. Absolutely. It's always so hard to go to a conference when you know nobody. Zero people. Yeah. It, <laughs> You're like, it's always hey, good to have a friend. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Like, it's always nice to have one person, you know. So That's why I went out on such a limb at my first microconf and stayed with Josh Pigford, having not known him at all. And this is in 2012. Yeah. He posted on microconf board and was like, hey, does anyone want to share a room? I was like, I don't know anyone. I don't, I should, if I do this, I'll have a buddy. And so I did and it worked out great. And I had a buddy. Yeah. It's always good. But yeah, it's that whole like, okay, well the, you know, the conference activities are over for the day. Like y'all go to dinner on your own. And it's like, right. Oh, no. And then you're like, now I've uh, got to like find, find people and be like, Hey, who are you going with? Can I go with you? It's like, Oh, this is awful. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I do tech, uh, the Ruby or Rails conference, I always, I know people now, but like in the early days before I knew people, I always signed up to be a guide because it was like an, a group of people. Oh. Like they have a guide scholar program. And mm-hmm. so it's like a group of people where there are, there are planned events for that group. So you eat lunch together and, you know, you do social events together Smart. and that's always nice. But yeah, it's hard to go by yourself to these things. Yeah. Feels like high school, like going to a new high school all over again. Like, who do you sit with at lunch? Because you don't know right? anyone. I don't know anyone. This is awkward. Yeah. Well, it's like, who do you, you don't even know who do you want to sit with? Like, That's you know, the problem, right? Like at, at a conference, like some of these people are like, yeah, I would definitely like to be spending time with them and other people, you d- but you don't know. So you have to just like go try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sucks. And the worst is when you like cold introduce, I've done this before, where like you cold introduce yourself to someone, you sit with them and they're terribly boring or you have like <laughs> nothing in common. <laughs> And then you have to sit there and finish your Ruthless. Lunch. <laughs> I have to say, it happens. Oh, man. Um, and then you have to sit there and finish your lunch because you don't want to be rude, but mm-hmm. you're like, I've made a terrible mistake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I'll tell you what. It was a freaking blast to be together in Denver and just to like hang out and then to watch you two pick on each other about being excited about ideas or not like <laughs> being passionate or not. Thing. I'm not and sure that how that just, became a thing, but it was that fun. just made me so happy. I had such a, such well, a, it's because time. everybody, everybody was like shocked when I, Margaret was talking and she was like, which by the way, Margaret gave me this compliment and said that I have a really nice voice for podcasts apparently. So thank you, Margaret. Um, but the, <laughs> Yeah, I was like, really? Okay. I thought I mumbled, but she thinks that I don't. So awesome. So Margaret was talking and people were asking her like, does that, you know, she's talking about what she wants to do in the future. She's kind of like reinventing herself. And she's like, and people were asking her like, does that, does that make you excited? Um, 
and she was like, yes. And I couldn't, I couldn't really tell. And then I was also like, uh, so I asked her, do you, do you care about being excited or something like that? And everybody was like, and she's like, yes, of course. And everybody's like, what? And then I, and then I said, well, I don't care about being like, I don't, it doesn't matter to me to be excited. Like I get excited, but I don't, it doesn't, it's not important. You know, I'm not like seeking that. So I, you know, if somebody asked me if it was excited, that's not like a criteria. Excitement is not a criteria I would use to like choose to, to do something um, like long-term or whatever. And, and everybody was like jumping on me for that. Buck B for what it's worth is also like me and doesn't, doesn't care about that. But yeah, then Colleen just started giving me shit the whole time about like being excited. <laughs> Cause I just fundamentally do not understand. Like I just don't get it. Everyone. Yeah, I think, I think I heard Colleen at one point ask Sean, do you ever get excited about anything? <laughs> did not. Oh, I think you did. I think you I absolutely drunk, did. I think Colleen did. For yeah, sure. I probably did. That's why I had to introduce Sean. So I never introduce people I work with to my family ever. Um, but I had to introduce Sean to my family to let him know that I love him. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Because I was giving him such a hard time all weekend. <laughs> oh, man. That was fun. It was fun. We were talking, Aaron, when he uh, Sean was here, that we should, once things get going, like we should try to get together more than once a year. Absolutely. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Like the three of us. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Is that what you mean? Yeah. I think, definitely. Yes, I meant the three of us. Yes. I meant the three of us. Yeah. Yeah. And we could probably do, we don't have to do like a multi-day. If we just like pop out for like a day, like stay over the night, stay overnight, like one night and then most of the day together somewhere kind of in the middle. Yeah. yeah. You got twins there. So we could even maybe make our way to Dallas. I know that's a pretty big. See the baby? Oh, absolutely. And I got a brand new deck. We can all hang out and barbecue. Yeah. I love that idea. Actually. Yeah. No, that would be great. I would love, I would love to do that. I think it's such a, it's like such a, a mental and emotional boost to like be together in person, which oh, I think yeah. we've always all known that, but pandemic plus the nature of our friendship is that we started as internet friends it's like oh yeah being together in person is really great yeah yeah so that was fun um anything else sean i know you got to go soon so anything else we need to cover Aaron? i want to talk to you we don't have to do it on the podcast about all that sequel i just brain dumped to you yes about we can this, do that he's nested inline filter stuff we need i would yeah. like to talk about that but okay let's do that after because that um, would be okay. thrilling radio <laughs> <laughs> yeah my only other updates real quick just general awareness for you guys would be oh god i'm gonna start saying situational awareness in my real life no, please don't yeah you are please S-A. please don't they say essay like fysa sean uh, fysa no yeah. i'm not in, i'm not interested in these acronyms <laughs> please no i was like i realized i just almost said it right there but so um yeah i'm gonna i'm I'm in the process of essentially shutting down planning for aliens or just putting it in deep hibernation. I'm going to move all my properties in the most SEO effective way to point towards our stuff. And then, so that'll give us uh, some good SEO juice. My sites are still, are still ranking way better than the, the Hammerstone stuff right now. So that should be helpful. And then, um, yeah, what else? Oh, yeah, view person. So I'm wrapping up, finishing the view thing. Mm-hmm. I need to embark on my journey of finding another view developer part-time to okay. pick up the view work. So 
So actually, I don't know. I should have said, I'll say this up front in the next podcast. So we'll start doing that. Cause I think there's a good chance there might be a good fit. Someone listening to our podcast now, cause we need a part-time view developer to pick up maintenance and, you know, n- new features and stuff that we're going to be putting into the, the view component. Yes, so that way it free me up to work on the longer term marketing stuff that we talked about at the retreat. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. When the time is absolutely upon you, put a tweet out and I can also retweet it because view and Laravel have a huge, yeah, I can't, overlap. I can't start now because yeah, I don't have the time to possibly manage that. So yeah, no worries. Once I got to finish up. So that way we have a thing. And then once I'm done, with this first version, then, then it's time. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. All right. Cool. And I got to go pick up the kids. So, all right, that's off. it. Drag on. See y'all. See ya. Oh wait, I'll stay here so we can load it. I forgot.